0: The party continues, but it's on its way out. Welcome back to You've Got a Minute. I'm Eli. I'm Cheyenne. We review every single minute of You've Got Mail, and this is minute 38, but going on minute like four or five of this party.
1: We have got to get out of this party.
0: Gotta get out of the party, and we will.
1: Yes. So,
0: the four major players, Kathleen, Joe, their respective partners, Frank, and Patricia.
1: You switched those. You made it sound like Frank was Joe's partner. That's in you've got (laughs) 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 M-A-L-E.
0: I'll be writing that tonight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a four-person convo going on. There's glares. There's like the... It's like when you're in a meeting with your coworkers and someone's being a fucking buffoon and you like make funny faces. It at-
1: really is. Only the fucking buffoons are the people you're dating.
0: Yes. Which, yeah. have you ever done? The- let's uh, dig into that. Baby. Okay.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah. I literally almost answered you, but good call. Let's I won't just, talk about let's that. Let's
0: just roll right by it. <laughs> Uh, no no no
1: not with you no I, I was literally thinking about something that happened 10 15 years ago
0: oh sure I'm, i just don't believe no, you. <laughs> i
1: was literally gonna tell you I was, I was like yeah that has happened to me before but i
0: are you telling me you've never made eyes at one of our friends when i've gotten so drunk in a dinner party that i force buy a hitachi wand to someone at the table
1: oh well that has happened yeah that's a different thing but yeah
0: So let's get into what's happening, and you've got mail in that world. (laughs) Frank is humiliating himself. He is coming off as such a narcissist. Mm -hmm.
1: Joe is eating it up.
0: Patricia opens up this minute with saying... It's a
1: real hold my beer moment from Patricia.
0: (laughs) She's like, she she sounds like she's going to say something profound.
1: That's what makes it so great. Parker Posey does such a brilliant job with this character.
0: Yeah, she starts out by saying... You know what's always fascinated me about Julius and Ethel Rosenberg?
1: And everyone's like, oh, this is going to turn into a fun dinner party intellectual discussion.
0: Like, she offered me info on Ultradore, but maybe she's really well read. Yeah. And then she just whoopee cushions into everyone's <laughs> faces by saying, It's how old they looked when they were really just our age. <laughs> you know?
1: As she's saying this, Joe had that smug grin on his face from laughing quietly about Frank. And the second Patricia starts this.
0: It's like his face comes off and goes on to Kathleen's face.
1: <laughs> yeah, like they trade.
0: A butterfly that just flies away.
1: Joe's eyes, he starts like looking over at her. And it's kind of like when someone is watching, like when an adult is at a party, but their kid is in the background. And they're like having to politely listen to the people they're talking to. And they keep darting their eyes over like, what is my kid doing? What is my kid doing? What is my kid doing? Are they going to knock that over? Are they going to knock that? Hey, hey, hey. That's what happens with Joe as Patricia says this inane thing.
0: It's just funny because it shows you like there's a certain level of confidence that comes with anyone, not just your own partner. But not letting other people's behavior make you feel like that's a reflection of you. Mm -hmm. Whereas in this moment joe and kathleen are just like cringing they're like i'm so embarrassed that you're seeing me with this person
1: yeah yeah it
0: shows how much respect they have each other from the get-go it's an
1: it's a really interesting thing how much they care about each other's opinions Mm -hmm. um and how it's almost as though they see a part of themselves in the other and i don't know why they would nothing in the text sort of gives us that except for the fact that they're in the same business but like joe doesn't want to be embarrassed in front of kathleen kathleen doesn't want to be embarrassed in front of joe and it's yeah
0: and patricia and frank just dash those plans yeah the moment is saved because
1: they start kathleen starts dragging frank away and joe starts dragging patricia away
0: but Patricia kind of reaches back out. And she literally like, does, yeah. I'm so happy to have finally met you. Have you ever thought about doing a book? And it's just like she keeps putting more and more hooks in Frank.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Frank delivers one of my favorite lines here. When she asks him about a book, he says, oh, the thought has crossed my mind. Something really relevant for today, like a book about the Luddite movement in 19th century England. <laughs> well, <it's... laughs> Which is the most Frank Navasky thing.
0: It's so good. And as they're saying this, they're literally getting pulled apart by Kathleen and Joe.
1: Yeah, the scene ends with Joe pulling Patricia away. And in order to distract her, he says, Hey, Patricia, have you ever tried a caviar garnish? (laughs) And that's the moment we exit on.
0: And the party is over.
1: Yeah. Um, We cut to that night. Patricia and Joe are getting in bed. Uh, As I observed... Joe's nightstand has a picture of Puppy Brinkley on it. So cute. Adorable little Puppy Brinkley. Patricia's nightstand has It's
0: incredible. It's my (laughs) nightstand.
1: It has a bottle of Evian and a bottle of Ultradorm.
0: (laughs) And a stack of her papers because she's working in bed. She was editing something. Yeah,
1: yeah. She had a clipboard and- and... She
0: is career boy from the minute her eyes open to the minute her eyes close. Mm
1: -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And- in this moment, Patricia, she's in these pretty luxurious pink pajamas. Yeah, I think I'm they're get like myself. Some of these they're silk. Um, but she starts talking about Frank.
1: Yeah, she's talking about how down to earth he is and how excited she was to have met him because she thinks, based on you know reading his articles, she thinks he's going to be so. What does she say? Obscure and abstruse. Yes. Yeah. Um, Joe really refuses to respond to this or to dignify it in any way and uh, he just turns the lights out which is funny because we realize Patricia must have taken half that ultra dorm
0: because her body just falls right over (laughs) as (laughs) Joe Fox is sitting up and saying I I can't sleep I'm not tired
1: yeah the second the lights go out Patricia just rolls over and Joe as he's saying I can't sleep she starts snoring
0: and that's the end of But I think what's really interesting here is Joe tried to seem unbothered the whole discussion. Mm -hmm. I don't think he was entirely successful. Like, him shaking his hand shows that Kathleen was getting under his skin, which Mm -hmm. is kind of crazy because she uttered two words during his whole monologue. Mm -hmm. But he literally can't go to sleep. He's thinking about this so much. Yeah. What is he thinking? What do we think he's thinking?
1: Well, we will find out uh, a little bit of that soon. But it does make you wonder if this is evidence of Joe Fox's humanity. You know, maybe the reason he got so villainous there is because he doesn't like knowing the truth about who and what he is. Maybe he gets defensive about it. But deep down, maybe he doesn't necessarily like the ugly truth that he knows. Maybe having to face someone whose business he's putting under is unpalatable for him. You know, it's seeing how the sausage gets made.
0: Maybe he's thinking someone in this world would have to be in this role. And if it has to be me, I guess I would rather be the villain than the loser.
1: It's really, really interesting, because it makes it seem like no one can come out the winner in this. Uh, And the fact that Joe goes home, doesn't engage with Patricia at all, but can't sleep, shows that, yeah, there's some, some, maybe a little bit of inner turmoil happening.
0: Yeah, and the fact that he doesn't respond to Patricia shows that Joe's not thinking about Frank at all. No. So... In the next minute, hopefully, we'll see what he's thinking about. I have a feeling an email is ahead of us. It's,
1: it's been a little while since we've had any emails exchanged.
0: Well, until next time, dear listeners, check out some ultra dorm.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna take read some right up now.
0: on the Rosenbergs.
1: Mm-hmm. They were they were just our age.
0: Let's look them up real quick.
1: I did one time.
0: Julius and Ethel Rosenberg. Uh, does it kind of look like us?
1: Is this <laughs> going to be our Halloween costumes?
0: Uh, uh, Wow, look at them making out.
1: Is that what we look like?
0: We- Eli, we will share this all with you on Instagram.
1: <laughs> this is the weirdest thing you've done on our show, except for that time you made us act it out.
0: This is pretty hot.
1: Oh my god. Until next time. Until next time. Thank, thank you. Your- your
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of You've Got a Minute. You can find future episodes wherever you get your podcast. And hey, if you'd like to leave us a review, we would really appreciate that. If you'd like to say hi, our email is ygampodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, and we'll see you next episode.